This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. This is when my anger melted away slowly and I found myself slipping. Slipping through the thin soil and onto a fresh coffin for my day's slumber. And what did I dream of? Of the lovely living creature, of course. How could this suddenly passionate troll forget the way her dark, thin hair flowed on the wind? And her downcast eyes shone through the thickening blackness. There is a space between reality and fantasy. Between light and dark. Between rational and irrational. In this space, there are stories. This story is called A Brief Love Memoir of a Cemetery Troll. Life and death are most extraordinary. The dusk had settled over the cemetery, and a thin fog rose up, covering the soil with its heavy layer. I woke up and looked around. I was laying under a tombstone, old and crumbling, smelling faintly of mold and soil. Above me, a bat danced in the branches. I licked my lips, considering snatching the thing with my long fingers, smothering it with my bones before I pop it into my mouth with delight. Then a thought occurred to me. I stared at the bat, thinking, my eyes shining brighter than ever. The bat spotted me and hurried away, fluttering its wings as fast as it could and happy, no doubt, to escape me. I put my claws through the rough soil and pulled out a worm, then dropped it onto my tongue without thinking of it. At last, I had a solution to my problem. Or so I figured, for it was never an easy thing to accomplish. After all, who wants to make a deal with a troll, a vile creature like myself? This troll was not deterred, however. I crawled through the cemetery, hissing at a ghost or two on my way. I was really mean to these lost creatures after they attempted their escape last night. It is fair to say that I was frustrated. The ghost scurried out of my way, mad with fear. I kept moving until I reached a large tree, old and decaying just like myself. At the base of this tree, there was an opening to an ancient crypt. The humankind had long forgotten of this little crypt. It fell through the ground and crumbled, so that only an expert eye could spot it among the rocks and decaying tombstones. I waited to hear the sound of mild hissing coming from that old opening. Something like a thousand wings fluttering all at once. I had only been there once before, and for a very short time at that. The inhabitants are terrified of me, like the rest, but there are many of them there, thousands perhaps, and there is strength in numbers. This humble troll put his bony hands through his head, checking for any dead creatures that may be stuck to me. Then petted the furry patch, my best feature, to make sure it looked good. Overall, I was sure I looked less threatening than usual. Satisfied, I quickly slipped through the opening. A dark, large room opened up to me, 
It smelled distinctly of death and decay. A delicious smell, if you ask me. Thousands of pairs of eyes stared at me. Their hiss turned threatening by my presence. Yet I was determined. My green sinister eyes darting from wall to wall, looking for their mother. I did not have to look for too long, for she appeared in front of me, large and fat. Her claws were sharp and ready to strike should I attempt to eat these bats in their own home. But I backed away carefully and lowered my head a little. Mother bat, I mouthed quietly, for bats are sensitive to sound and hate loud shouting. Mother knew I came with no ill intention and settled on an old branch, facing me upside down. She carefully folded her wings and stared into my green, menacing eyes. Mother bat, I continued, settling on the cold ground at once. I have a proposition for you. Mother did not say anything, just hissed a very quiet, soft sound. She was indeed interested in what this old troll had to say to her. She was not frightened by my appearance, which pleased me greatly. This humble troll wants to make a deal with your kind, I said softly and smiled my best, most appealing smile. Foolishly, I had forgotten just how many and sharp my teeth were. Mother fluttered her wings, suddenly threatened by my smile, and I quickly stopped, sensing a hesitation in her. What do you want, troll? She hissed at me. I need you to watch the cemetery for me. I said quietly and looked around as if conspiring. Mother was surprised. She took off from her branch and flew around the crypt, her giant wings almost scraping at the crumbling walls. The bats started to hiss, a frightening hiss that sounded like something bad was brewing. This troll started to think that it was perhaps a bad idea to come down into their lair. I was almost starting to back away when Mother settled once again on her branch and faced me, her face upside down. <laughs> what can such a thing mean? She asked finally. I must leave the cemetery. I replied as I shifted back to my spot and sat down. But I cannot leave, for all the ghosts those silly frightened beings will escape. If you can watch them for me, I promise never to eat one of you again. An intense silence settled onto the crypt. The bats could have never thought that such a nice offer would come their way. Mother's eyes suddenly grew wider, brighter even. Is that true what you offer, Troll? Is there trickery involved? No, Mother Bat. This troll gives you his word for what a troll's word is worth. Which is perhaps only a little. Ha <laughs> ha.
<laughs> Mother hissed, but it was a pleased, happy hiss. The rest of her family, the thousands of little bats, hissed too. Surely it was a nice thought, never having to worry about being some ancient troll's snack ever again. No ghost will escape here while we watch over. Mother finally hissed at me. Don't break your promise, troll. I fear you not. I nodded quickly, smiled my most trustworthy smile, and crawled backwards towards the opening of the crypt, staring at the mother with my green ember eyes the whole time. Bats hate not making eye contact with us trolls for fear of trickery, and they are perhaps not wrong in doing that. (sighs) As I exited the crypt, dozens of bats flew after me, happy to oblige this most convincing troll in his request. I straightened and jumped onto a tombstone, happy with how clever I had been, but also sad. I love crunching on a nice juicy bat, and losing this little happiness depressed me. I looked up at one of them, and licked my lips, suddenly craving the forbidden fruit. Still, I could not... It was but a small sacrifice to make in comparison to what I suddenly had gained. My freedom. Happily, I jumped on the cemetery fence, looked back at the uneven rows of tombstones, and satisfied that everything was in order, I leapt onto a tree and was gone. It did not take this troll long to retrace his steps. We trolls have a bad memory, but I could smell this human creature out. Every human has a peculiar smell, something no troll can miss, and hers was now leading me back to her home. I settled just outside her window and looked in carefully. It was already dark inside. The young woman most likely had gone to bed. I carefully slipped my claw in and unlocked her window, letting myself in. There was something else in the woman's room. At once, I spotted two frightened eyes under her bed. Of course, it was the cat. I could not remember its name. It hissed at me and bared its teeth. So I bared mine and scared the creature out of its wits. It ran off, hiding in a closet or some other dark space, unable to defend itself against this ugly monster. This troll licked his lips and considered snacking on this fat, soft cat for a moment, but then remembered that it was the woman's cat, and she would no doubt be upset. The last thing I wanted was to make this lovely creature upset. I slowly crawled along her floor until I came up to her bed and jumped into it right next to her beautiful being. 
Of course I would not dare touch her. She was warm and full of life. I, on the other hand, had icy claws at the end of my bony, decayed fingers. She would be instantly chilled at my touch. And besides, everyone knows that being touched by a troll causes the worst, most horrible nightmares. So, I looked at that lovely being, enjoyed her wonderful warmth, and it brought me great happiness to see her sleep so well and carelessly. Then, something odd happened, something this ancient, ugly troll could never imagine. The woman extended her arm, and her eyes half-opened, as if in a strange dream. She did not scream or pull away from me, but instead, instead she petted my furry patch. It was the softest, warmest touch this troll had ever felt, and I closed my eyes, happily enjoying this new development, my thin tail curling around me carefully. (sighs) The woman's cat hissed at me from where it was hiding in the closet, no doubt jealous that his human was favoring a troll like me. I hissed back with all my might, furious that our moment was so rudely interrupted. Perhaps I will eat the cat after all, teach the thing a lesson. Then I looked at the woman, and of course I could not eat the cat. It would hurt her too much. I smiled at her sleeping face, her fluttering eyes, and bared my frightening, horrible teeth in a smile. At that moment, the woman's eyes opened, and she saw me in all my terrifying glory. On the next episode of A Brief Love Memoir of a Cemetery Troll. Should you find yourself wanting to walk through that cemetery at night again, I would find it most pleasant. I will ensure that no bat flies at you or any rat tries anything. I will keep all the silly ghosts away so as not to scare you. My voice grew louder, excitement rising within me, and I had to stop so as not to frighten the lovely creature in front of me. Thank you for listening to A Brief Love Memoir of a Cemetery Troll, a crawlspace media production of a pi-rational story, narrated by Danny Scott. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.